Welcome back, team. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Scratch Record Podcast, the yeah. in-place for Indian alternative music. It really is. Episode 8 of our podcast now, getting through them. Yeah, ticking through. Uh, so if you listen to all of them, amazing. If this is your first one, then brilliant as well. Get on our social medias, SR Podcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and leave a rating and a review on this podcast. Yeah, if you're on Apple Music, give a rating and review. It does help massively. Yeah, and then a follow. I think it is on Spotify as well on the podcast. Also yeah. helps us out a lot. So, absolutely, absolutely. And if you are new, just get get to know us. You know what yeah. I mean. Get in touch. Get in touch on Instagram and that. And we are very active. So, yeah, have a little look. See. Yep. Send us music. Send us feedback. All of that jazz. We're pretty. We respond to everything. So, come say hello. Come say hello. Come have a gander. Yeah. But yeah, this week we're gonna discuss something which could become quite controversial. Mm. So I hope so. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> so. I'm thinking so because we we want to discuss how. Or whether some of the bands that were big in their era would be able to stand up to the crowd and the almost the clientele of the industry nowadays. Yeah, like I think because we've both got so involved in it and we've we're seeing now how much amazing music there is that's getting such little attention that we sort of got us thinking that maybe some of these bands that were big in sort of days gone by, whether if they were in this sort of scrap that bands are in at the moment to try and be different and be something special and, and get that following that actually maybe some of them wouldn't quite have made it as they did. Yeah. I don't know. What's, what, what, who do you think then? Who do you think when we were, when we were growing up or before and what band do you think that were okay. about then? So, well, I'll, I'll jump into it being controversial then straight away. Go on. And I've always sort of said this, you know, and I've changed my mind a little bit, but basically I've always felt like the Beatles wouldn't stack up in this modern era as they did back then. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, that they're not a brilliant band, unbelievably talented band. I used to, not that long ago, I always thought they were just a bit overrated and didn't really listen to them. And more recently, I've dabbled, and they're difficult because they've got so much music. Um, But I have found quite a few songs that I do really, really love, and they are obviously brilliant. Like, I was reading up on them. No, well, they are. (laughs) This is I want to make clear, brilliant, right? But... I just think they were, like, I was looking at the charts and the 60s no coming through. I'm not being funny. I think if I'd have recorded a song, I could have got it in the top 10 of the charts at the time. So, I mean, I think they came, ac- they came across and they were, they were a really talented band. And then that was it. They're superstars. They're the best band ever. All their songs yeah. are amazing. And actually, I think if you thought, if they were a new up and coming band now and they released a couple of those early tunes, I'm not sure that they would take off. No, I don't. I don't think they'd have the same reception. I don't know. Oh well, obviously, as the as they went on, I think they became a much better band. Mm. I think when they began, maybe not. I don't know whether they'd have the same reception as what they did. Mm. But I think if you were to have their later stuff, like the Sgt. Pepper stuff, and like them sort of albums, I think maybe potentially you you'd still see them be quite big. Mm. But do you think that like a lot of that popularity comes from the fact they were like already popular? Like, they were quite big, and then all the later stuff, people almost say, like, it almost has to be hailed as brilliant because it's from the Beatles. But I'm just, like, I listen to some of it, and I'm just like, there's a lot of songs on their albums that are just not that good. Not special, yeah. Like, and the songs that I love, like, I love Hey Jude and all that, but I just think if, if an up-and-coming band dropped Hey Jude exactly as it was now, I don't think people would listen to it. Yeah. I just think because... It was a Beatles song. It sort of got that traction. Yeah. That I just think now it just wouldn't, it just doesn't show anything that 
particularly different right now. Yeah, I think I do agree with you in some respects. They, for me, they like that. I don't. I personally don't think they are the best band ever. I don't think they're even the greatest artist ever. Mm. I think John Lennon was so talented, but also had so much more in his. I guess in his in his armory. Do you know what I mean? It, mm. we, he was just such a such a good artist in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think he, as whether it comes to actually like drawing art, whether it comes to singing and all stuff like that, and I think him alone withstanding now would still be massive. Mm. I don't know about as a collective with the people he was a collective with, whether or not they'd hold the same yeah, see, Standings. to me, I don't and... know. I don't know because I don't. I don't know. I don't think they're. They were talented. They were very talented. And a very good band. But I think that they're. The songs that they released don't have that right. Mm. I don't know sound nowadays. I don't think people would really pick it up. I don't think it'd be one of them go tos. Yeah, I think it was quite interesting for me because when I when I thought about it, I was always thinking like that like meteoric rise that they had, just doesn't happen these days. Like yeah. any band that becomes big they've been working on it for years i mean you don't get it now where you release a song you release an album or whatever and then it's like oh you're the biggest band in the world like it can't happen but i was reading about it, is that the beatles didn't actually have that to start with and at the time there was only like two record companies that really existed um one of them was emi and then there was another one and they both just completely said they didn't like it yeah and it, they actually took quite a lot of graft and they kept going and eventually emi gave them a record deal and they debuted at number 19 i think in the chart and so they did have a bit of a, like they weren't sort of meteoric instant fame. And that gives me a little bit more hope for them. Because I think then they'd almost understand if they were like in today's age, that graft of like, we're going to have to start out playing a lot of little gigs, yeah. trying to get a record deal, trying to play the game a little bit. Maybe like, like you don't know, like, could they push social media? Like, we don't know, do we? Because no, there's none the of it around. So whether it just, whether it would have translated, but. I know they were very like you know they're supposed to be very charismatic and that like maybe they would have content but like I don't know I just think would people just be a bit like there's those early songs weren't that great so in those days two record companies eventually they convinced one nowadays these record companies have five hundred bands they're looking at if their early songs weren't as good then maybe they just would never have been picked up yeah I think I think I do think the Beatles would have maybe fell through the cracks a little bit because they oh they're one of them bands that are. They are incredible, and obviously they had lots of different titles before, and they didn't always come under the Beatles. They mm. were a few bits and bobs before, and they did have that graph. But I think you'll find now that there is what made them big was the fact that they were so different. Mm. They were like their singing was so different yet familiar. Yeah, and I think you find like nowadays like them, the bands like that are what are what make it big, aren't they? Mm. They are the. I don't know what you whether you go with they sound oasis like like we yeah, say yeah. or whether they you know they they have that ring to it. You always have familiar, to compare like, to something. Yeah, like you? a familiar familiar. Mm, fuck. You definitely won't be able to say that. Familiar, familiarity. Familiar. <laughs> <laughs> give up, Elliot. You can't oh say my it. god. Um, yeah. So they do have that. <laughs> familiar. Familiarity. Familiarity. There you go. Yeah. Fami- Familiar, familiar, fam- yeah, we need to move on. Oh we my god, yeah, we need to move on. on. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are close to something else. They feel like we've already listened to things before. Yeah, of things by have them. inspiration, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it like trickles down, doesn't it? And then they adapt and yeah. And I think they had that. They did sound a little bit like um ten ton, a bit like uh like the traditional sixties, almost like raspy mm. singing along with 
like actual sing songs i guess yeah yeah they weren't so different like say the sex pistols were mm. they were very similar to stuff that had released yet still had this almost like range which they really developed as the era mm. went as the era went on and i think that's what made them big yeah i don't think it was the fact that like they were sick straight away they weren't like I don't know, like when you listen to some bands and they were like, boom, you're really good. Yeah, yeah. They didn't yeah. have that wow factor. They were just like, shit, everyone now loves the Beatles because mm. they are the Beatles. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And if I change the question slightly, though, because this is how I was thinking, I think we think in our heads in terms of like indie music, would they be as good? Which is how I was thinking about it. Mm. But do you think they'd be let's just agree they're really, really good, right? And there'd be a massive indie band. Yeah. Do you think then, like we've spoken about in previous podcasts, how even the biggest indie bands now won't be the biggest artist on the planet because people don't really listen to this sort of music? Do you think they'd be good enough if they came across now to break into, like, the mainstream? You know, overtake, like, a Post Malone in a chart race or something like that. Would they bring indie music with them? Yeah, I don't think they would. I don't think they would. I don't think they would, no, because I think the... We're in an era of like, I'd want to say like, um, post bass hip hop mm. would be how I'd translate it. Like, a, you know, they are, a, it's not your old school 50 Cent where it was very bass heavy and no, stuff. No. And it's not where it's, it's not like proper rhythmical. It's still the, it's this new, okay sounding. It's about yeah. the actual sound. Yeah. So, like, if you, if you look at like Post Malone, Post Malone isn't, like technically a good rapper like he's not technically a good mm. rapper or even even let's take it for a wider example because post malone is very talented in other ways but you go for little yachty or little pump or any mm. of the, most of the littles to be honest <laughs> all the littles all the littles <laughs> shouting you all out um <laughs> they are shit at what they do but it sounds good yeah so like they're not good rappers it's a tiktok culture now if it's yeah. catchy and people can do a dance to it then it's going to be the biggest song on the planet like, yeah it doesn't really matter if you're any good at what you do or and it has to be a commercial dance as well yeah. so like the beatles wouldn't be a commercial dance no. they'd be good for some contemporary dances yeah, or some yeah. more like dancey dances i know it sounds it wouldn't be something that everyone would be able to dance to because back in the day that they were about it was almost that everyone danced in that respect and everyone like was out and you'd go to the club and it'd be songs mm. you could sing along to whereas yeah. now as long as you can say like three words you know most of the song yeah exactly yeah like if you you drop here comes the sun now yeah you are not gonna see that on tiktok you're not gonna see it in the charts you're just not like yeah. people are not gonna consume that in the way that they might have done then and obviously like in the 60s everything was just more simple yeah so like, i'm not funny now anyone who's starting to learn the guitar can bash that song out and record it in their room of a mac and probably do a decent cover of it and it's like it everything's moved forward so much well yeah that's been shown isn't it? there's been so many people nowadays that can just record covers not even with mm. a decent microphone like you can record covers i know we use fairly decent mics but like you can record covers using your fucking airpods yeah, nowadays easy. and like or your phone just on your phone without even having a mic on your guitar or anything so i think the actual like setup a recording was similar sort of microphone level if not worse microphone level back then yeah. so their quality of recording to begin with allows them to be able to be i don't know they were so iconic because they set themselves apart from everyone else so because there is only a certain there's a limited amount of chords you can play on a guitar there's yeah. a limited amount of things you can do on a instrument or mm. you know bars you can a limited amount of bars you can fill with a certain yeah. amount of different 
notes that actually sound okay because half of them sound like fucking shit. Like, mm. where, so I think they were so different because the music is, was so tame. Yeah, from exactly. 19, you know, they moved from classical music in, I've got records from the top of the 40s where it's still classical. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I've got like old, old vinyls I listen to that are old, like, classical music rock yeah. and roll never was a thing until no, no. elvis and the beatles yeah there's no like, like the beatles were the uk's elvis you know mm. in you know i don't know whether i'd class them as indie rock but i'd say they're they were definitely alternative mm. at the time for sure yeah but for me they were a platform to allow them that to grow and change and be better do you know yeah, i mean i yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. That makes them the best. Well, I think if it translated now, that that platform's already there almost. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. wouldn't add anything new or give something different. They're just a little bit like, they started it all. Yeah. But whether they could now, like, come and jump back into, like, the, what they started, come and almost finish it and be like, could you, they do the same thing again, but modern times. Yeah. With all the production, with all the different instruments, with all the different, you know, levels to what whatever it is that they're doing and whether they could then produce a track that, because that, that simplistic style just wouldn't carry. Yeah. Too many people can do it. Yeah. I like think that's, way too many people can do it. I think that's interesting because like nowadays, if you look at the people that you class as like the greatest artists of all time now, which are equal in the amounts of um, streams, like let's take, let's take Drake, for example. Yeah. Drake has overtaken Beatles on all time mm-hmm. streams or something like that or all time plays. Uh, or no, I think it was record sold. Right. So he, he, and this was a, a while ago, and it put him into something like fifth or sixth of all time records mm-hmm. sold or something stupid like that. Um, would he, I know his genre of music didn't carry then, but if mm-hmm. he was a musical artist back then, would he be able to carry then? So you'd think, your instinct is just no. It's like, you just, you just shoot. But like you his whole genre not. just didn't exist, did it? So it's like, You'd almost have to say, let's take, like, the genre back. Let's take Harry Styles, then. Right. Let's take Harry Styles, then. Again, someone who's sold millions and millions mm. of records, only recently done his individual stuff. Would he carry? Because mm. he is, he's, an, he's a talented singer. He seems to probably... me, I think, yeah. Because I think if you, in that era, anyone who came around that was a talented songwriter, could play the guitar well, had a bit of style about him, and just started that whole style of music just with a guitar and singing with a decent catchy chorus, then it would it would have blown up. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of right. my always been my point about the Beatles is that I'm not saying they weren't good; they were good. But I just think if you take any, they just sort of had the first idea, which you could still credit. They still did it. They still mm. sort of came up with it. But if you take virtually any indie band around now, they're doing and took them back there. As long as they had that mindset and had that like songwriting ability they would then be able to, to do it. I mean, that people would have jumped on it. Because no one, yeah. as you said, like, no one had even attempted really that, like, it's basically inventing pop music. Yeah, like, Music yeah, you was. can sing to, music you can dance to, like, chart music. They just started it. So, like, you take anyone back and say, go on, just start anything like that. Even, with, even if Harry Styles released his solo stuff then. Yeah, I, think, like, I do think you're right. I do think you're right with that. Because, like, that it like sixties, seventies, eighties, mm. you know, that was, which Beatles were like fucking very important in all mm. of it. They had their own sort of steez, which is so different to everything else. And I think mm. 
everyone that went back then, if they were musically talented, could have it. And I think a big part of it is to do radio plays. Yeah. I think a big part of it is because everyone listens to the radio. So you're only listening to a limited source. And yeah. then if you like the track, you go out, buy the vinyl. Yeah. Not like streaming services nowadays. So I feel like you're, you were, as long as you impressed the right companies, mm. you could make it big in yeah. them days, exactly. I think. I think nowadays you have to impress individuals. You have to impress everyone's a, a critic. I mean, literally, like what we're doing, normal people, but we can be a critic and have a platform to say, to listen to stuff. Like I say, you're not impressing one guy in an office who's a critic who can get you on Radio One. Yeah. You're not impressed. Everyone who listens to it has to. Well, yeah, and there's, like only, the there's song. only and there's yeah. only a handful of there's only a handful of radio stations mm. nowadays. The amount of people that listen to the BBC then, how many people listen to? radio one now yeah so like one of the bbc radio stations is probably unparalleled like yeah you probably can't sit next to each other because everyone in, had a radio in the house so they yeah. were always playing and it's how they got their new now isn't it? yeah yeah now like you're you know the amount of radio stations it makes it quite saturated therefore making the audiences for every single one smaller mm. so i think now it's probably harder to blow up mm. but yet easier if you catch the wave yeah i think there's like this fine line where like it's so hard because you know you're you're in a position where if you got caught on the radio back then and played a handful of times you were you were laughing because mm. everyone then knew who you were mm. whereas now i think if you play on the radio a couple of times you know take garden for example mm-hmm. garden have been played on radio one and that song did do really well mm-hmm. but it didn't carry to their other things yeah which is only sheerly because not because they they aren't uh, an incredible band, not because of that, more because of the radio stations only pulled that song up maybe three times. Yeah. And there's such a wide market of people that probably aren't listening to Radio 1 at 9 o'clock on a Wednesday night. Mm. So, I mean, there's only a small market that probably listen yeah. to Radio 1 and have it on in their house. Yeah. Personally, I don't, I don't listen to radio, really. That's what I mean. Like, say, like, if you're listening to Radio 1, you're driving home after work, say, tonight, and you're driving home and, like, here comes the sun comes on. I think you'd probably think, decent little tune. At the very best, you'd maybe go, oh, I might have a look at that band when I get home because you're into indie music. I don't think you go, oh, my God, that's one These of the best brilliant. songs I've ever heard. Yeah. I just don't think you do. And, like, then you probably did. Because if you have some classical song and some, like, song you dance to and all that, and then suddenly this, like, do-do-do-do, you'd be like, whoa. <laughs> I've yeah, not heard so anything different. like that before. Mm. Like, this is like a guitar riff. Like, well, they've just got... invented a thing. Like, I get that, but like, now, like, they had, they had to exist for Bowie to exist, for Stone Roses to exist, for Oasis to exist, for the industry to exist, and I get that, but I just think you drop it in now and you sort of forget all of that and you just move context. It just doesn't, yeah. it oh, just yeah, doesn't it don't, carry. It doesn't carry, no, I don't think so either. Which no. is why I almost think like, you're almost forced to be like to listen to the Beatles and be able brilliant. I think I can appreciate they were really good at the time. And I do like a few of their songs, but I'm not going to sit and listen through to their albums over and over again because to me now, compared to the quality of music we're listening to now, they're not as good. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think there is, yeah, that is really controversial. Mm. Really controversial. Actually. I know. I've had, and I've had items, not items, but like conversations with people about it before because people are very diehard about it. And I'm sure we might get people commenting on this saying, you can't say that they're the greatest band of all time. And I, I respect your opinion on that, but just, I think we've almost come from like a bit of a later generation now where like, yeah, my dad didn't even really listen to them. Like we're almost so late, like later that yeah. I'm looking at it from a fresh perspective of, I discovered the Beatles at the same time that I discovered the Lathams or 
whoever it is. So I'm comparing them directly almost to the modern music. And when I do that, it doesn't stand up. I think I, I think you have there's a problem though when you start doing it like that is because the Beatles were their own thing. They're not mm. they're not indie band. They're not they're more of a pop band, I guess, but they're yeah. not the traditional pop. There's they are their own lane and I do I think I do agree that they are the greatest band of all time. Like they're for how they um, do I yeah <laughs> you sure yeah I think so maybe not no top three at least I'm gonna find a quote artists. I think earlier in this episode that you said I don't think they are the greatest band of all time top three top three <laughs> top three I think no all right all right so I don't I think they are incredible like they mm-hmm. are unparalleled you can't have anyone else you can't really have them against anyone you can't compare yeah. them because they are their own thing yeah and I think actually they because of how well their music lasted, mm-hmm. their longevity, mm-hmm. there is not many bands that can do that. No, of course take not. Uh, Frankie Valli. Seventy Valley, years. Well, like... take Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Mm. You know, they're a brilliant band. Yeah, and I listen to them. The only other people I listen to them yeah. is people my nan's age. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean like they are the only other people that kind of yeah. withhold their? I don't know. Withhold. Withhold that type of music within them do you know what I mean we're all listening to different and newer things and I think actually the Beatles to be able to withstand this difference in generations and difference in because personally I don't think that in 40 years people will be listening to the likes of Arctic Monkey Mm. I don't think they'll last Mm. I think they're a brilliant band and Jamie T we will be because it's our generation Mm. But I don't think our kids will listen like to rediscovering them and like listening to. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, cause I, cause I've always been inter- interested in like older bands and that. Like, I've always listened to old music and I've always listened to you know go to my nan's house, find a vinyl, stick it on, have a little listen. Like, mm. I've always been into doing that. So, you know, I've always found Prince, Bowie, Beatles, uh, Meatloaf, mm. you know, um, Frankie Valli, you know, Wham. Mm. Shiwaddy Waddy, you know, yeah, yeah. and especially working at the Bowls Club, they have tribute bands there all the fucking time. Yeah, like, yeah. I've, I used to work in a bar at uh, an old Bowls Club, so it's full of old bids. So, like, you're always listening to that music anyway. So, you can't know any of the old bids that listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, we swear way too much for them to yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah, I think my, my grandma listened to it and said, Yeah, yeah. sorry, I can't li- I could listen oh, to one. She swear a little bit too much. Sorry, little like, grandma. <laughs> sorry nan yeah but yeah so i think like no i understand i think i think having that longevity because like shawadi what mud take mud for example mud. i've seen mud 2 live and i think i was the youngest person because oh, i was working <laughs> i was the youngest person by like 40 years yeah, 30 yeah. years yeah and you don't hear my brother playing mud while he's in the shower do you know what i mean yeah. like there's no like there's no, it doesn't, does they don't last as long. And I think I for that. Oasis to do that, I think it, they have to be in the conversation. Yeah. Whether yeah. I believe they're the greatest artist ever, I don't know. Mm. I haven't decided. I think they have to be in the conversation. It'll be though. a future podcast, I think, for sure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, th- I just think they have to be in the conversation. And yeah, I think, you know, the fact that now, if they were new now, would they withstand it? Probably not, but maybe because they are so different mm. to everything that. Everything yeah. that's out now. Yeah. Maybe. I think because, you know, they, the people that probably have been like that, take that. Mm. Very similar, sing-songy, catchy tunes. Yeah. Uh, they're fucking huge. They are, but then they're, they're almost like, like preview point, they, don't, they haven't withstood. Now if you listen to a Take That song, it sounds really old. It mm. sounds outdated. It sounds like, it sounds like 2005. 
Sounds like you know I mean? Snow, sounds I like snow, snow Patrol, doesn't it? And when you listen to the Beatles, I do get that, like, it doesn't sound like it's the 1960s. Like, yeah. you don't go, this is a really old song. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You play yeah, it to yeah, a younger, yeah. they're not going to be like, oh, what's this rubbish that Grandma's for? And you go, oh, it's all right. And I get that. I do understand that. And that's why, like, I will clarify that they are a brilliant band. But just for me, if we're, if we're judging out of context mm. and you just line up all of my favourite bands, they don't get into, like, my top ten personally because i just don't think when i compare them directly when i think about it in terms of are they one of the greatest bands of all time if not the greatest probably they started music as we know i think i think i get that and that has to come into the conversation it's almost objectively and it like objectively they are a good band subjectively the most records i get that but like for me personally if i'm going to give you a list of my top 10 favorite bands they're not in it wow Mm. that's fair enough I think, right, the one that I don't think that would make it yeah. now, Sex Pistols. Mm. Can't see them. I can't see them even making it. They'd make it, obviously, a dent in, like, the straight punk industry. Yeah, because yeah. They'd have a cult following. They'd have a real cult following, you know, like yeah. like the slaves do. You know, they'd be that yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't see them playing the main stages like they did do, headlining mm. some of the places they headlined, you know, mm. being almost like a wave of that industry, that wave of punk in, punk era. Yeah. That they were like the leaders to some extent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they invented I, the industry. Like, exactly. they invented the, the whole genre of that sort of music and even the, like, the headbanging culture and all this sort of stuff. Like, yeah. There's so much to it that has still lived on to this day. And as you say, but more of a cult following more of a like you definitely get people that would go I'm yeah, yeah, yeah for sure but as you say like to me they are one of the bigger bands but like it's funny because they are so niche at the same so time niche, like, yeah. one of the biggest bands to to still remain so sort of specific but again i think it's because they were like they were the first ones to be doing it properly i think you get, i think you get that don't you i think there's a lot of things where music goes around in waves don't yeah it? So, like, nowadays, Sex Pistols probably wouldn't because it's the right. wrong era for yeah, them. Yeah. Or, like, you know, and they, to be honest, even if they were about now, would they still have made punk music as a band? Mm. If they were a group of mates, would they have still made punk music? Maybe not. So let's ask it this way. Let's say punk music never, ever existed. You get rid of every single punk band ever. And now you hear the Sex Pistols and they, like, invent punk now. Do you think it takes off? No. Mm. Not in the same way. We're all too wet nowadays. Yeah, oh, that's so true. You know, that's the thing. Everyone's too much of a. F- People are too snowflake for that. Yeah, it's it's too like their culture was, you know, even even to the fact of wearing like docks with blue jeans mm. or like you know Harrington jackets, bald head, mm. skinhead, curbing someone. You know, there's that that doesn't exist anymore because. Mm. I mean, we're a, sat here in docks and denim jackets, but yeah, no. But, <laughs> okay, no. So it exists, but it exists in, only it's because niche. of the. Well, yeah, only, yeah. It only exists because of the punk industry. Yeah, I would not be wearing what, it sort of thing. I almost. wouldn't be wearing what I'm wearing today if the punk industry didn't exist. Like, because mm. I almost stem it from the punk industry. So I think, like, I think if they started it now, I don't think that would take either. Because I just think everyone's wet. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, there's no. There's... But you say that, but the most popular music now tends to be music with a lot of swearing that's about doing drugs, sleeping with women, doing all this sort of stuff. That's what's mainstream and popular now. Mm. So, like, although I do agree, I do agree with you, but, like, 
playing devil's advocate, you could sometimes in like, especially in music and in culture, you can sort of bypass that. Yeah. People don't, people aren't as worried in music, I feel like. Like if it's, a, if it's TV or movies, people are a bit more like, oh, you've got to be careful about what people see, what people hear. But like with music, like the biggest songs are literally like the most offensive songs half the time. Yeah. But I get you because it's, it's more the, the outer culture. Like people wouldn't, if, if streaming was a thing when the sex this was around they wouldn't have got the most streams but they'd yeah. have got the most live gigs and the most people like listen to it in their cars on their way out to do this and do that like it's sort of brings as you say all the culture and the fashion around with it yeah but yeah where yeah, every streams yeah like, everything that it brought with it i think that's the part that people couldn't do now mm. i think the punk era was very much like pub fighty yeah yeah like you know that's the only way i can describe it and like me old man maybe explained a few bits of it and like because he, he went and used to see people in that and like knew people that were proper punks mm. you know he what he wasn't but like he knew people that were proper punk and like they there was this culture of going down the pub for a fight mm. or there was this culture of like street fights and i think the difference is now is the reason that people don't like scrap anymore or don't like go down the pub is not because we're I think there's there's like a line, isn't there now, where like you know either someone's got a knife, or you're scared because someone might have a knife. Mm. There's like no like you don't you not you don't know that you're just gonna be fighting you say you're yeah. gonna be fighting everyone. And I feel like in the punk industry that like wrecking things and mm. being just a just an asshole like you, just being completely so far away from the norm mm. that you're seen as this like arrogant person yeah. i think kind of is where it the come across would be different yeah because i think at the minute it seemed cool to do drugs quote or cool to um be out fucking bitches oh, slapping God. my bitch up he did do the I mean? little two finger quote yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i did i did quote, i did quote. no it weren't a serious comment you forget fuck. people can't yeah, see yeah yeah shit not yet not yet <laughs> but like i think there's all this stuff it's seen as cool and it's mm. seen as cool. And then punk industry was seen as cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think there is still some part of it that I personally do see as quite cool. Mm. And this new wave of stuff, I don't see as cool. I think it's fucking stupid after it. Yeah, yeah. I ju- yeah, I don't know. There's this, there's this weird mix now where like people either love the old stuff and don't mm. like new stuff and love the underground stuff and don't like mainstream stuff. Mm. And back then I felt like there wasn't as much as that yeah, and the punk you. era was like fucking what split yeah. people and people were kind of excited to be punk yeah yeah it's almost or, it's almost political isn't it yeah it's yeah it was like, like punk you do mods. what you don't and it's like yeah it is like punk and mods and it's just like does split people down the middle whereas now i think it wouldn't it would just split five percent off they like it and then <laughs> yeah that would sort of be it but i'll ask i don't know how long i've been going but i've got one more question go on one it. more so we'll go for it do you think there's a genre of music that hasn't been invented yet that's going to come ac- come across in that sense, in that yeah. sense of like there is previously like someone's going to release something that doesn't fit in and it's going to cause a wave of people trying to replicate it. Yeah. I'd I love do. that, you know. I do. I think that what we're missing, I don't, if you know bands that are doing this or individuals that are doing this, mm. let me know. I think the wave that we're missing is a mixture between live acoustic instrument playing music. Mm-hmm as well as the online stuff. There's a lot of stuff that are made through GarageBand and through online stuff, mm. like with 808s, a lot of the hip-hop industry is built on, you know, uh, MIDI, MIDI controllers and stuff. Yeah. 
and not much live music Kanye mm. West has maybe tried it to some extent yeah where you've mixed the two cultures but I think then you lean to the other way a little bit more when you try and get live music yeah. in it there's not many bands now that have managed to nail that mixture of the two mm. and I think that's what's to come mm. I do think that's to come it's almost got to be a bit synthy with some 808s in mm. or like do you know what I mean there has to be something yeah. that's in that sense and I think that's the only way we can get anything different yeah. is by amalgamating the two different industries at the minute yeah because you're going to have to take something that's not like a direct inspiration and just be like this is like a whole new way of doing things yeah and I feel like in our lifetimes it's not massively happened like hip hops and rap has, has evolved so much yeah. and it's very very different obviously like we were Fucking born like late shit, 90s man. so like rap hip hop compared to now is very very different but it is still the same genre it's just evolved yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, same yeah, like yeah. indie music, like late nineties as Oasis, very different now, but it's the same thing. It's just evolved differently, and people are taking different inspirations and whatever. But whether there's some sort of like whole new genre that's gonna come out and just blow it all out of the water. Yeah, I think there is. Mad. I think there is because obviously EDM's bringing new genre, bringing new yeah, genres yeah. out. So I think it's, I think it has yeah. to be a mixture with EDM and live music. I think it has to be something there. There must be something they can do. Yeah. I'm definitely not talented to do that, but. No. There must be something that can find that mix. Almost a bit of each-ish. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, he sort—I mean, he'd sort of done it to be fair. Like, he'd done he that sort of thing. Massive, <laughs> like huge, huge, so big. So, but yeah. he was that. I think it's that type of vibe. Whether you go like Avicii, Nathan Dory, mm. sort of Steez. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've covered it. But speaking of the bands that we don't think would make it, we can speak about the bands that we do think should make it now. <laughs> Such an interesting segue. That was good. I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Go on. <laughs> go, on then, go on, you go, you go. Right. So my new single this week. Yeah. Is a new single from the cover set. Well, we never actually clarified how we say that, you know. Cover sets, cover sets. Yeah, oh, I so we spoke to them. Yeah, I know. Didn't, they didn't never told us. Never told us. We didn't Chris, ask. if you're listening, because I'm going to tell us this anyway, can you tell us if it's cover sets or cover sets, please? Because we're not sure. Um, I'm going to keep saying cover sets. They released a new single and essentially a B-side with it. The new single is Be Mine, and it is a brilliant single. It's really, really good. Um, it's, I think, their best song. Uh, the quality of it and the like production value of it, I just think, is like, okay. a level above what they've been doing. Mm. And I think they've been, since we spoke about them last, they've been like, I've been playing, listening to them so much. And they are one that I think is so close to like taking that step up. Like, I almost sort of level bands. You've got like ones with like, a thousand and less listeners, then like to five thousand. Then once you're ten thousand and above, I'm like you're close to getting like a hundred thousand, and you know, yeah, get, I think get, uh, like breaking it. And they are, if they keep releasing songs like this, they are really getting. They're there. near, they're near that wave of building how the Latham's built. They need, yeah, I think, yeah. they need to be a big, um, what's the word, support act. They yeah. need to support a big band. Yeah. I think they need. It's to such be a on shame a... that they can't be gigging because if yeah. they're gigging right now. They could be. I think they could spur it on for big, sure. Big, big, big shows they could be doing. That, releasing songs like this, like it needs radio plays as well because yeah. this is the first one that I've heard. That I'm like, if this came radio, one people would like it. Yeah, people for would sure. Back it. I think. The, I think the bit that makes it great, that song great for me, they released something on their Instagram this week, um, a video for it. Yeah, and it was so that good, so impressively mm. done. Like that artist who's made that stop start feature yeah. film is fucking incredible. Phenomenal. Yeah, it is unreal. And the way that it links so perfectly with, obviously, the single cover as well. Mm. There's no, like, difference with it. And it reminds me a lot of the lyric video for um, 
Why do you only call me when you're high? Right. Do you know what? I've got written down an Arctic Monkeys comparison here. Yeah. Because I just think this one, not their other stuff as much, but this song's listening to it, and I was like, if the Arctic Monkeys released this song, it would be a number one. In about 2010. Yeah, it yeah. would be number one. If Alex Turner literally turned up and started singing it, people would jump on it. So I'm like, this lad can sing as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just as well. So listen to it as much. Literally, it deserves it. It's of that quality. Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't say that for it being like a, like, not willy-nilly, but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Willy-nilly. I don't just say that, like, genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, of yeah. that quality. Yeah, no, and it is That is, is super. a mad thing to say, but yeah. that is, this is an Arts and Monkeys quality song. Yeah, absolutely. There, And it does, it is very similar to that video yeah. of the, the, there's a stop-start video that the Arctic Monkeys released. I'm sure it's, yeah. um, it is either that or if you were mine or something like that. Mm. No, they had a. Um, it's almost like the like the AM thing, and it goes from the AM thing down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a there is a lyric like video. Sound waves and then yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There yeah. is a lyric video that is so similar, yeah. but doesn't have the depth that this video does. Yeah. This video has got like a different layer to it's it. Like where, storytelling, isn't it? Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And it's got the whole like um, and also color in it. Mm. And I think where majority is black and white, having that odd pop of color, yeah. which is the exact same color scale. And it matches scale. the lyrics. It was so sad. Right? They have like the blue sky lyric and then it went blue and it was so noticeable because it was all black and white and then suddenly there was loads of blue and you're like, oh, and then you hear the lyric and it was just... Yeah. It's so like, sick. it's what a music video should be. Like yeah. it accompanies the song. It relates to the lyrics, but it just gives you like a whole nother like artistic Level. piece to appreciate that goes along with the song. Yeah, and that, again, it's just like if you want to be taking that step from up and coming indie band to top band, band in the country, yeah, that's the sort of stuff you have got to be doing. You got to be like, hold on, we're not just writing a good song, singing it well, trying to get it on the radio. We've also got this like really cool artistic piece to go along with it, and we've got this and we've got that. So when they can start gigging again, this song is going to be unbelievable. Oh yeah, and absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's one of the better singles I've heard all year, to be honest. It's really good. Yeah, really impressed. Really the quality of that is real top. Mm. Top bollocks. What you got? Uh, my single this week is by a band that we've discussed before as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garden. Yes. The Boys. The Up Boys. The Boys. Their new track, Help Help. Yeah. Very different to the last few they released. Yeah, really different. Very different. Bit more punky. Bit mm. more grungy. Yeah. Um, But still outrageous. Yeah. I was really pleasantly surprised by it, to be fair. um, Because... They have they've released quite a few singles this year now, mm. and I feel like every single one is showing a different, different outlook, a different outlook and a different perspective. And this this did the same, yeah. And like whereas my youth gone was like a like more like a sad and more melodic like sort of indie tune, and then it's like suddenly there's this like grungy, really fast paced like aggressive song with like less lyrics and more like power about it. And you're like, how <laughs> how yeah. the same band has managed to come out with that is is so impressive. Very I really sick. liked it. I really liked it as a change of pace. Very sick. They are a very, they've, they've been very impressive this year. Mm. I've been really, really pleasantly surprised by them. You know, they've, they've didn't release a lot after City People Are Weird mm. uh, a couple of years ago. And then now started really fucking plugging back, at back it and back with it, is. with, you know, a new guitarist. And actually on this new track, it probably, I don't know whether he's had that implement on them or whether Cam's mm. decided to take a different venture with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if it's him having that input to making it so diverse, I fucking fair yeah. play to the boy. I just, I love how ballsy they're being with it because for me, like if it was me and I was in a band and it's one of the main reasons, not one of the main reasons, there's many reasons why I'm not in a band. Yeah. But one of the reasons I wouldn't fingers. be. <laughs> yeah. The fact I can't, I've got absolutely no musical ability is the main <laughs> one. But uh, like another one is that if I did a song like Love Me To Death and it did as well as it did, I'd be like, 
almost, let's do Love Me to Death too. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, do the same yeah, song yeah, again yeah, yeah. and let's try and get a song that does just well because I'd be like safe with it. I'm like, people like this. I know the radio's like this. Let's do it again. They've almost done the opposite. They've been like, Love Me to Death did well. So let's do another five songs that are completely different. But I love See where it goes. I love how ballsy they are with it. And they're just sort of, you, you can sense them like really finding, like experimenting so that when they finally land on like exactly the mesh of how they want to do it. Yeah. It's going to be like. I don't, I don't know whether they will, you know. I think they might still keep diverting and fluttering around. Well, they should do. They I really think that's the way, should it should, the way it should be. I think they, the way that they're fluttering between the genres and fluttering mm. within the alternative industry. Yeah. They're it's working for them and they're working mm. for them proper like and actually you can tell the lads are enjoying it now because yeah. you're seeing their faces more yeah, they're taking yeah. more photos they're the being Instagram's involved really more good now. the instagram's really incredible now and they're putting out more content as well as the as well as music videos and singles they're actually pulling out some decent content on their social medias so that help help top fucking bollocks really released good. last friday so yeah yeah get on it give it a listen i saw it's already got like four thousand streams is which it? is it's un- it's been out like Three days. Oh, it's Monday today yeah. since Friday. Yeah. I mean, they're like City People of Weird Stuff had like 5,000 like two years after release. Yeah. And now they're releasing tracks and it's getting close to it in three days. It just shows shows that growth. So. Oh, God, yeah. For sure. Got to keep up. Can't wait to hear it live as well. I was thinking when I was listening to it. It'd be sick to hear live. Yeah. Yeah. So sick live. So Have you got live. a band for us as well then? Oh, new yes, band? Yes. The Rascaltons. Oh, yes. Yes. The Rascaltons. Gladwegian punk band. Yeah. I've known I spoke about punk a lot. I found my love for it again. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't listened. I went on a phase of where I stopped listening to punky stuff, and mm. now I think I've found it again. Um, these are incredible. Yeah. Rascaltons, they are unreal. The Sign of the Times is in our um, playlist, mm-hmm. and it's the track that I found them off of. Yeah, yeah. You know, even though they've had, so they've had some bigger ones in the past, which have reached quite a few streams, but this is the one that I found them on, and that track is fucking superb. And yeah. as a band, if you go through back their disco- discography, discography, I actually can't, can't talk. Speak, yeah. Um, if you go back through their discography, their stuff is incredible, mm-hmm. incredible, really very, is. very impressive band. And they put a video on their Instagram live, uh, no, not Instagram live, on their Instagram TV of them playing. What was it called? The Cellar. The yeah, Cellar. The yeah. Cellar in Glasgow. <laughs> and there's about oh, it's there's about twelve people in front of the camera, and they've got like a three sixty camera on this above this stage, and it's like panning round from them, and then pans round to the crowd a little bit. But as it spins the camera around, the wall's about four rows back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a wall and then there's like, there's a whole crowd of people behind. Yeah, it's like but further like around the wall, corner. And then there's like three lines of people between the wall and the stage, like yeah. crammed in. And they're like jumping on stage with them. <laughs> yeah. They're like crowd surfing, like these three rows of people holding some bloke above the round and yeah. like throwing him on stage. Oh, and it stuff. looks incredible. It looks so sick. Yeah. We're going to have to get up to Glasgow to see them. They were Desperate. meant to be on transmit lineup, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. So... And for them to be there as well was outrageous. Yeah, they sick. are so good, mm. so good. Uh, who was it that someone had someone had already described them as like? Hey, was it this? Uh, something a bit like the Clash. It was like the Clash if they grew up on Buckfast. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, fucking brilliant. Yeah, they've got some really cool merch as well. We're looking, their t-shirts are sick. Yeah, they're really, really sick. They've got this like Buckfast vibe going on, and they're talking about that and. Just really talented and like you found mm. that um like isolation session with um who was it? Was it Baby Strange? Baby Strange, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh it was stuck in the middle with you and it was so oh, so talent such a talented band and for them to like do this punk stuff and do this really yeah. like heavy, shouty, loud, arrogant, violent vibe that mm. I fucking love. Yeah. And the tracks that they've released so far, even though they've been spaced out in a similar way that Garden have done mm. and started to kind of plug it back a little piece. 
that to do a cover of Stuck in the Middle of You. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it shows such a range of talent. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and even, it's just almost like their choice was just to do punk. I can do anything else, yeah. but like, oh, if I wanted to, do, to do this song that's really sort of like slow and like chilled out and like, I can. Like, if they wanted to just do a load of like more like indie melody songs, they could. Like, they can, the range mm. of their talent is just, and oh, same yeah. with Garden. Like, I've, what, that's one of the things that like, to me, you, you get good at something and then you practice it and you get really good. And I get that. How yeah. you can do that and then suddenly just like, probably after like a day of practicing just smash out a cover of a song that's so different brilliant it blows my mind it brilliant. really does yeah and he and that lead singer i tell you his, his stuff is incredible yeah he's so really talented good. so talented and you know in the punk industry like yeah you might not as we said earlier you might not be getting number ones on the charts but mm. so if you're going to be the levels of slave and idols and yeah. that and as soon as you get noticed by that sort of crowd yeah they're laughing because oh, actually man. they're their backlog of tracks as soon as they bring out an album yeah yeah i think they've got real potential to be able to throw it about a little piece yeah. and they can start gigging again because the atmosphere that you've seen oh, looked so unreal good. again it's so frustrating because they'd have played transmit this summer you would have been genuinely think like would have been there and like so many people would have just wandered along yeah been caught up in this crowd you like what happened to us with shame like you suddenly you don't even know you like it and then you get caught up in it and you're like i don't know what these songs are i don't know who these blokes are but the atmosphere in this crowd is incredible. Mm. And you almost then afterwards go like, probably going to look at that band on Spotify because yeah, I've just had like, the best experience seeing them live. And like, that's what they'd need to do, just get crowds to see them and say maybe a big support would help them as well. Because sure. people would just be like, oh my God, that was an experience. Let's... Yeah, if they supported like Idols of the Slave. Could you imagine? Man, um, if they supported Idols of the Slave, that'd be mm. the unreal thing to do because actually yeah. they're, their clientele are literally the same people same thing, yeah. pretty much. But I just think this Ruff, Ruskelton is just, yeah, the wow. the atmosphere they seem to be generating, even in like a little room in Glasgow, is incredible. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely, very impressive band. But very yeah, that's impressive. my band. What you got? Cool. I've got. I'm going to talk about a band that I've listened to for quite a while, and that is Stanley's. Yes. Um. So they're a four piece from Wigan. They've only actually got two songs out. They only released a Better Life in January, and then Measured in Gold in March. They've literally had two songs out at the start of this year, but they've already got like a proper following. And oh, their really? first song has like 60,000 streams already. Whoa. And it's like, so I sort of held off a little bit speaking about them because I was like, they they were sort of flying already and I was like, I'll just let them fly. Do you know what I mean? They yeah, don't yeah, care yeah, about yeah, what we yeah, But yeah. now I think because they haven't really released and there's no gigs, they seem to be slowing down a bit. So if anything, I just want to remind people how good they are um, because they are really, really good. The, the vocals are something, they're really unique. And mm. I think they've, in both the songs, they almost... Like normally when the song starts, you like start like a bit of drum, then a guitar, and then the vocals come in. They like start with vocals. They just go like straight in. Oh, really? And I love that sound, yeah. And then they sort of build up, especially in A Better Life. He just starts singing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Hello. that voice is good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I like the lyrics. And then they sort of bring in the like drum and the guitar comes in and it builds from it. But it catches you like instantly. Yeah, Almost yeah. like addictive. And you're like, oh, okay, this is really good. And then you're going to start listening to what he's saying. And then they're quite... Their choruses are like weirdly chilled out. Like yeah. they almost sound like they should have jumpier choruses, but they're quite sort of slow choruses. But mm. I really like that. It's a bit different. Like, yeah, it's not what everyone else has done and have like a verse and then just build up and have a bit of a like jump around chorus. They're mm. just, it's a little bit more chilled out, but the quality is unbelievable. His vocals are so good. Guitar riffs are so catchy. Um, and for it to be like a debut single is unbelievable. And then follow yeah. up two months later with something that's even better. I was saying like in the best possible way, 
I can compare them to George Ezra with the vocals. Oh, really? It sounds incredible. Okay, yeah. I've not I've not actually given them a listen yet, and I actually really need to. Cause yeah. From what you're saying, George Ezra vocals. George Ezra vocals, but like if George Ezra was in an indie band. Yeah. And they made really good music. Almost a bit Sam Fendery. Yeah, like just the quality is just like, if he wanted to just go and sing pop songs like George he Ezra could. does, he probably could yeah. and pull it off. But when you then sit a really good band behind him, it's like, hold on. And I've like put down like very radio suitable, like very polished for like a debut single. It's not a demo. It's not like a raw. Yeah, like he's bashed out. This is, yeah, no, this is like, this isn't like there's potential. This is like, no, they're already really good. <laughs> yeah. These, they, both of these songs are already really good. Have they been picked up by anyone yet? I'm not sure, to be fair. I think they're in science as far as I'm aware, but I'm not 100% on that. Mm. Um, and to be honest, I just hope they have a third single coming out. It's yeah, all, it's all I was thinking because I was like listening to them again and again, like today, because before I spoke, spoke about them. Spook? Spook. Ah, before, before I, I spoke, spoke about them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just like, they must, like, it's since March now, boys. Like, come on. Third single. Give us something if, out of if it. If it's as the quality of the first two, then. Yeah, yeah mate, surely. Look, surely. It, from the sounds of it, they sound unreal. Really Are they, have they done many gigs or because it's been so cool? Uh, I think, well, literally, like, first song came out in january and then mm. like pretty much february you can do gigs so i'm not i don't think they have done whether they they were probably gigging before they released it yeah probably in wigan definitely they've been doing gigs but um like i first saw them because the lathams were sharing them because they're wigan as well oh uh, um, okay so they like tweeted them out when they had like no no followers at all was like oh yeah. mates of ours have a debut single out go listen to it and i think that's why people did and that probably helped them a little bit to start with and then yeah like, picked them up okay this is a debut single it. and yeah that little start to get because obviously when you've got no followers and you've not released any music that's the hardest bit yeah fuck so yeah. they drop a better life and then they can have that little oh yeah go check it out people did and were like that's really good yeah. so then that measuring goal gave them time to be like okay ride it a little bit then a couple of months later away. and then now like it does feel like they've just slowed down that little piece like their monthly listeners are lower than what they were earlier in the year and people seem to keep listening to those first two songs keep encouraging them and get that third single out yeah they, it's a shame if they could have been gigging they literally could have been flying by now but. yeah it sounds like they having that extra pickup especially when you got fuck all start from nothing yeah, and yeah. it's nice to have that extra pickup so if anyone wants to do that with us yeah yeah radio stations radio hosts <laughs> uh, podcasters anyone Beeps like that introducing yeah anything like that yeah yeah pick us up please yeah thank you that's all we need pick up and then <laughs> please yeah we'll be on like 10,000 plays by next week it'll be fine yep <laughs> but yeah no genuinely I think that that sounds sick from them and uh, to mm. have Lathams and that actually pushing you forward is really yeah, a man, big cool. step now because Laffins are now like a household name yeah, yeah. to some extent in the For industry sure. people are loving them loving them Yeah. anyway that's it I think I think that is I think that's what we got for today if you enjoyed ratings uh, reviews give us a like on Instagram let us know we've got just a little heads up we might be having a big announcement in a couple of episodes time so mm-hmm. be ready be involved, be active, and we need you to be active because once you hear what's going on, yeah, you'll be very, very excited. You'll be wanting to get involved for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, having having everyone involved and keeping coming, keeping coming the support. It's nice walking down the pub and having people saying, "Like I've been listening to your podcast. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. really enjoying it. It's been happening. It's sick. And if you do, if you are listening to it and you enjoy it, then and you you know a mate who likes the indie music, then pass it along. Like get people listening to it. We are going to be getting much bigger and better over the next few episodes. Like, we've got some things planned for the 10th one. Yeah. We've got a lot of things being added to it. The scale's going to go up. So, you know, this is almost like our practice runs and it's going to yeah, get bigger yeah. and better. So, yeah, stick first, with us. First 10's the practice and then we're on for the next. Yeah, yeah. But right. Thank you very much anyway. for listening.
See you next week, boys. Cheers. Peace.